Welcome to the podcast. This is the Dance PT podcast, hosted by moi, Jenna Cantor, performer, hachikapow, and physical therapist. In our interviews, we will dive into all the things that can regularly help you. That's right. As a dance physical therapist with your patients. That's right. Please note that the purpose of this podcast is entertainment and is not here to replace any medical advice. That being said, we are all here to support each other, which leaves me at the most important message I want to leave you with. You are enough and never change yourself for anyone. That's right. You heard me. Be you, and that will enable you to help others the best way possible. Let's end with more scatting. That's right. Jenna out. Hello, dance physical therapists, students, and professional physical therapists. This doorway of Dance PT is literally for all of you. It's honestly completely limitless. I'm really excited that I have Dr. Amanda Till coming on. Uh, oh, yes, when I say doctor, I just feel so refined. I, 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 oh, I'll never get used to that as a, as a performer. I'm like, oh, yes, I'm a doctor. Yes, I play the doctor now. <laughs> I can't, ah, uh, gosh, as, as a you know, musical theater, like, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Amanda has agreed to come on. We know each other, dance PT. Oh, uh, share, actually, would you mind sharing your interest where you are specifically passionate and about dancers? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, so I am from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where Jenna is soon to be living. Um, my whole family's still there. But yes, yeah, so I grew up dancing competitively. And uh, from the time I was two until 18. And then I went to college, I decided not to go on the dance route, even though I miss it so much. Um, so yeah, I, I did the whole PT thing. And then it was actually my last rotation of uh, grad school. My clinical instructor, Elizabeth Darling, she kind of got me involved into uh, rhythmic gymnastics. So she was like on the alternate team, like back in her day. And then she worked with the Olympic team and she knew I had like a dance and ballet background. She's like, would you be interested? And I was like, yeah, that would be awesome. So kind of got into that. And then I just had a couple other mentors that were like, you know, definitely, you know, in PT, you just go that route and, so yeah i kind of that's how i found you because i you know went to pt school did that and then i looked at orthopedic residencies um i didn't get to do it with harkness and that's kind of where i wanted to do it just to get into that whole dance medicine thing um so yeah i've kind of been all over and then i found you and then I did the this. doors have opened like those yeah. <laughs> gates that we give ourselves oh my god i'm like wait be gone yeah, right. I love that. And then in ours, um, your wellness program that you created, that is focusing on, is it competitive dancers or lyrical? Uh, lyrical. Lyrical, lyrical. Yeah. Nice, love it. Yeah, um, really super excited that you're coming on because honestly, Amanda has something, we all have some different things we can teach each other. And I wanted Amanda to talk about, <laughs> I use the word balance, but it's more like a joke because I personally don't think that creating balance exists. It's just, are you happy? Are you enjoying yourself? 
period. Um, so, but I wanted you to come on because just literally doing things for ourselves that has nothing to do with the work that we're trying to achieve can really get lost. And I think even more so during this pandemic. So I wanted to talk with you on that because I think you've done a really good job with staying connected with that, with family events and travel um, and, and just that kind of safely. <laughs> Would you um, mind talking about first, have you ever been to, at a point in your life where you just, you lost track of that, taking time for yourself and what that was like for you when you weren't doing that for yourself? Yeah. I mean, I, I can't think of a specific instant where I was just like, you know, in this deep hole or anything, but there's definitely, you know, those ups and downs just throughout life, you know, in general. Um, I would say, though, yeah, mostly in school, you know, it would be like, you know, so much work, but then it'd be like, you know, you want to live your life too. You don't want to just be like sucked into books all the time. So that was always a bit challenging for me. But the main thing that honestly, I feel like helps me just to, you know, balance uh, my life is just exercise, working out. Um, definitely making sure to I just eat healthy, you know, like, obviously, I you know, it's all about the balance. So I, you know, eat like whatever I want most of the time, but I know, you know, eating better foods, you know, is going to just help me feel better overall. Um, sleeping is a huge thing for me. If I get less than like seven hours of sleep, I'm like a zombie and I can't even like think straight. So <laughs> it's just kind of like learning myself, you know, just throughout school and then adult life, you know? Yeah. Could you talk about having clinical, either a clinical rotation or even professional job where you could be working at a mill and you're working insanely long hours uh, and how it could be fit in there to have time for yourself? Yeah. So yeah, I definitely, um, I like saw myself kind of falling into that hole when I was doing my, so I did an orthopedic, oh, that was like a Texas accent. <laughs> I was uh, doing an orthopedic residency program at NYU and where I was working at the time too was just definitely like very busy and I feel like I just didn't really get that quality like mentorship that I needed in that program. It was more just like, you know, work, work, work. And then every now and then, you know, we'll fit things in. So yeah, that was definitely a time where, um, I was like finding it hard to just adjust. And that's actually right when I moved to New York too. So just on top of that, like, you know, becoming familiar, like living in New York is like a whole other world. I feel like, you know, compared to like suburbs, things like that. It's just like the convenience of everything. And I'm like, oh my God, a bagel place here, a pizza place here. Like, you know, so just, it was definitely uh, a challenge at first, but I've learned just, yeah, over the years, just to, you know, set aside that time for yourself and definitely, you know, even if you feel like exhausted, just set aside that, you know, alone time just to kind of regroup, you know, I feel like we're kind of like opposites in that way. Like, I feel like you're very um, like alert and like you can do, like juggle a lot of things where I like, get overstimulated, overstimulated, overstimulated. Exactly. Yeah. That. Um, yeah. So I feel like it's very hard for me when I have like a lot going on, just like thinking straight. So I've learned to, you know, sort of set aside that time where I can like actually just either write things down or kind of just like be in my own, you know, mindset to 
continue going forward. I mean, it keeps you sane. Uh, it's so easy to right. go on like, and I think also within that, we sometimes, a lot of times get stuck, now that I'm just thinking out loud, with doing these things we don't even like doing. And then we keep doing them. And that might be the job that you're in. It might be the, um, honestly, I'm just going to focus. It might just be the job that you're in. <laughs> I think so many of us get stuck at the jobs that we don't want to be. Right. And yeah. I think even more so what you're saying would be extremely important if you're not in the job that you're in. How, how do you, how do you fit in vacations? Yeah, so that's definitely another thing I've learned. So working with uh, the U.S. Rhythmic Gymnastics team, I've had the chance to um, travel internationally, which is awesome. Um, so it's sort of like work. You know, it's not my main job, but it's still. So when I first got out of school, I was always like nervous just to ask for time off. It's just I don't know if it's like an American thing. I've sort of noticed just the more I travel internationally, people are like a little bit more free spirited. I don't know if you've noticed that at all. So I've just always been like, oh my gosh, I can't take time off. And then like, I feel bad, you know, missing out. Like I won't be there for my patients. Um, but again, yeah, I've learned that I need to stay sane and I need to be in that healthy mindset to be the best, you know, therapist I can be. So I've definitely learned over the last, honestly, like three years probably that I can just, you know, request the time off. The worst they're going to say is no, you know, you can't or whatever and figure something out, you know, but honestly, like where I am now, they definitely understand, you know, we need that kind of side time. So um, yeah, I've got to travel. My really good friend growing up dancing with, she lives in Australia right now. So I got to go there and just, it's like, Mm -hmm. And I got to hold a little pearl, the koala. Ah. Spent quality time with her. Quality time with koala. Love it. Love it. But uh, yeah, and I just feel like over the last couple of years, I've really like learned how to take that you know time for myself so I can kind of reset, refresh. And then that's definitely what helps. Yeah, I love that. Um, what do you have to say? No wrong answer, because uh, I mean, it's really your own truth. But what do you have to say to the whole idea of um, enjoying your job being a solution? Yeah, so <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, you definitely have to enjoy it. You know, you don't want to feel like it's work. You know, you, you hear that phrase, what is it? Like, if you and love you your job, love you never have to work another day in your life, whatever, like yeah yeah okay maybe if i like was a food critic or something you know then but yeah no i mean yeah you definitely have to enjoy it and if you feel like there's something you know that's like really bothering you then you know you have to figure that out for yourself and you know ask yourself is it worth it you know because obviously just mental health is such a big thing. So, I mean, yeah, there, I feel like there's, for me, at least there's like hoops that I have to jump through and things like that, just to really get to where I want to be, but I'm trusting the process. So. Yeah. Yeah. Last one, last question, second last. Um, complacency. Um, if you are in a complacent place regarding 
where you are working right now and you're going out and you're doing your vacation, you're doing your exercise, you just find yourself complacent about everything. What do you have to say about that? Yeah, so I feel like there's a lot of different components to it too, especially right now with COVID and everything. You know, a lot of people, you know, might want to look for other jobs, but right now, you know, they just are glad that they're getting paid, you know, so they're kind of sticking with that, but they would like to, you know, see, but a lot of places aren't hiring right now because of everything. Um, so I feel like that's a whole kind of, you know, like separate entity, but I mean, honestly, I, I think, again, I've noticed, I think it's more with PT students too, where just so, you know, like we're hard workers, we go to grad school, we want to like become, you know, a great physical therapist. And so we kind of just abide by the rules, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to just be like, oh, I'm going to do this and I'm just going to do my own thing. Like we, I don't I like for you, cause I know kind of like your backstory and stuff, like you kind of knew, you know, you, you didn't want to work for somebody else, that type of thing. There's definitely that, you know, kind of select group, but I feel like the kind of general, you know, the majority of us PT students were just like, you know, I'm going to do this and do whatever I have to do to, you know, start a good job. And then, they just sort of get tied in, you know, to clinics and they don't really want to step out of their comfort zone. Um, but I think you start to realize, at least for me, that's what I did. Like after my first year or two out of school, I was like, all right, what do I really want to do? You know, like, I don't want to just be in this one clinic and like one um, setting, you know, 40 hours a week, just want to kind of branch out and do what you really want and like treat who you you know, have a passion to treat. Yeah. I feel like we've almost moved it up, like in different directions. I think there's not one essential step. It sounds almost like there's just multiple essential steps that you need to take yourself to create that balance, AKA the life that you want. What is up, Lauren Miller? Her family, they invented the beer. Um, they are the founders of it. Spread that rumor lie as much as the whole dance PT world. But I I think from just talking to you and almost like this open brainstorm, it just, it seems that there's just a lot of essential things depending on who you are as much as we can simplify it, say it's just one thing for vacation or one thing quitting your job or one thing starting your new thing or it, or it, it, I think it really does now that we're talking, it's, it so depends on the individual. Mm-hmm. And I think from what you're saying, we need to really watch out for that hamster wheel that we feel like we need to automatically enter when there's nothing in writing in your life that says it needs to be done that way. Right. Yeah. There's so many different factors you know like not only do you want professional growth but you want personal growth you know and there's just so many like I always think for myself too like I want to be strong mentally I want to be strong physically spiritually you know there's so many different things going on so (laughs) different path for everyone absolutely I had um I just but when I look at a lot of the people who graduated when I graduated it's um yeah, I see people going off to work on their own. I see that the, the, everyone goes to do whatever the traditional thing is, you know, like get a job, apply, get a job, work. Um, but I just, 
not every path, not that one path is going to guarantee make you happy. And I don't want you to think that you have to do it that one way just because that's just what right. people before you do. Cause then you're, I mean, your, your steps are going to be 10 times more to try to find balance, AKA that happiness that you want. That's a lot. That's deep. Yes. That is deep. I would like to say on that note that this interview is not brought to you by Diet Stewart's Foundation Classics Root Beer. <laughs> what I have to say is very delicious. However, it, it makes me belch with every sip. <laughs> not going to lie, but the first time you held it up, I was like, is she drinking beer right now? <laughs> I mean, yes, root beer. Uh, but it's okay if I drink beer. That's fine, too. Be you. Yeah. Amanda, thank you so much for coming on. You know, I adore you and she's awesome, guys. Where can people thank find you? Thank you for having me. Heck yeah. Where can people find you on social media? I am on Instagram as a lyrical dance doc and also on Facebook, uh, facebook.com forward slash lyrical dance doc. Love it. You heard that right. Lyrical dance doc. Yeah. All right. Bye, everybody. Have a good nachos. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.